And so that was the beginning, and uh, we uh, asked our friends to help us to spread the rumor. So the I love that to spread the rumor. Yes, the rumor has it. Hello, and welcome to Best Sips Worldwide. I'm your drinking companion, Susan Schwartz, an American travel writer living in London. Thanks to my mother's love of martinis, the first words I spoke were shaken, not stirred, and I've been obsessed by the history of cocktails ever since. Through the years, I've been lucky enough to sip some of the best made by the best. Hear that sound? It's time to cozy up to the bar and let me introduce you to the movers and shakers of the world's most famous watering holes. Why were grandmothers always making liqueurs in their kitchen and we're not? Well, speak for yourself. A few of us have taken our grandmother's recipes and run with them. Mine is ginger vodka. Our guest today's is his grandmother's elderflower wine. Jérôme was making so much in his backyard that he and his brother decided to make it their business. Now the whole family is involved. He and his partner Tina met me at their distillery in Ghent, Belgium for a chat. Okay. It all started with the grandmother, Maria, Mimi Maria, and um, her husband passed away uh, very early, so she was alone uh, and she liked to have uh, lots of people around her. So uh, she had three uh, uh, grandchildren and uh, she liked it when they came over. And when uh, two of them were 15 and 16, uh, they started to uh, create lots, lots of wines, things. They worked in the cellar. Uh, in the attic, there was a laboratory. It was all very nice and grandmother was always around. There were lots of uh, friends who were coming over. Um, then she made fries with uh, heroes, and it was all, always nice. Was she making um, all different kinds of wines, no. or specifically elderflower? The only thing grandmother made was the elderflower cordial. And all the wines, that was the boys who did it. Uh, they made wine of coffee, wine of uh, some herbs, but they were not good. <laughs> <laughs> and that was you, right? Yes, yes. Your... <laughs> the only wine that was good was the wine based on the, the elderflower cordial of grandmother. So she was just trying to get you guys to come over by making yes. elderflower wine and it worked. Yes, yes <laughs> absolutely. Uh, and it was very nice, very good. Uh, but yeah, when, when we were 20, we moved over to Hens. Um, and it all started more here. Uh, grandmother was also some uh, older. Old, uh, yes. yeah. And um, in Hens, we started a factory. So she involved you in the making of it when you were young? Or was she just making it herself? She, she gave the recipe. She, she, uh, when it was her time, she gave the recipe and then it was for the boys. So, um, um, and in hand, it's, it was a long time a hobby. But then, um, one, one day, uh, when um, the two brothers were 30, uh, they said to the, the women, said, it's enough. Or you quit the hobby or you do it seriously. And so uh, they gave up their job and they jumped. 
And uh, that was the start of rumor. What, were you working at the same time as creating? Yes, yes. yes uh, I worked uh, in uh, social uh, social work with uh, a gypsy uh, who traveling around in Belgium. Uh, so you were social worker who made this uh, elderflower yes. wine yes. on the yeah. side. Yes. Yeah. And it just became too too, too overwhelming, much. too yes. much. Too yes, much. And, uh, I quit from my job and uh, started uh, uh, with the company uh, with my brother. And at the beginning, about how much were you making? Two um, hundred bottles. Yeah, it was really small. Two hundred bottles in yeah. how long? Oh, I think in a year. Oh boy! No, not no. in a year. Right? Yeah. In a in a week. In a, in a month. Yeah? In a month. In a month. Yes. yes. Two hundred bottles yeah. a month. Yes. But for us, that was already. Big, eh? it was the start of uh, something mm-hmm. new. Um, until that time, it were it were only our friends who were drinking it, who were uh, liking it. The first time we walked across uh, hands and um, we saw someone drinking a rumor, and we didn't know that person. We said, oh, "You have to look. He's drinking that, and he he doesn't know us. He really likes it." And so that was the beginning, and. Um, we uh, asked our friends to help us to spread the rumor. So the I event, love that, to spread the rumor. Yes. Yeah, rumor has it. Eh? A rumor <laughs> has it, yes. yes. So we, we went, uh, they went to several bars, restaurants, everywhere, every uh, time they went there, they asked, do you have rumor? Do you have rumor? And, and nobody so, have, no, has, have, has a rumor. And did, did it look the same as it does now, the same yes, bottle? Yes, yes, oh, yes. So you yes. always had that concept. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, Jeroen came then, uh, went then to the restaurants and the bars, and he had a little uh, suitcase with a bottle and two glasses. And then he opened the suitcase and he said, Hello, I'm uh, Jeroen, I'm from Rumor, and do you want to taste? And that was really the beginning. Uh, so... Oh. Obviously, a lot of people said yes. yes. They wanted to taste yes. and they liked it. Yes, they, they thought, who is that? And it's not a big company. It's someone who makes this. And so it started here, here in Hent. And Hent is a very good city to start uh, those things. Uh, it, uh, it has very much potential. The people are... Um, open-minded. Open-minded, yes. They are also critical. It has to be good. But if it's good... They like it, and I, that and how long ago was this? This ten years, around yeah. ten, fifteen years ago. Twelve years. Twelve years. Yeah, yeah. Twelve years mm-hmm. ago, and then you moved into this space. Yes, then we came here, and then it grew step by step. But we try to work uh, at the same uh, values we that we have started with. Uh, we want to take care for people. We want to be more than a factory. We want to have uh, to work with people who uh, has special needs. Um, who, um, there's a every week there's a, uh, a, a group of uh, young teens, uh, teenagers who, who are coming here. Uh, these are teenagers with autism, and they make our uh, boxes. Uh, and and uh, at that way they can have uh, an experience how it is to work here um, or be filled the bottles uh, with the help of people from a social workplace uh, and we do that 
So I guess you're never far from the job you started. Yes. And it's inside of you to to want to give back. We also have uh, the nature uh, that's very important for us. Uh, We want to have a a product who is completely natural. Uh, We pick the flowers ourselves. Uh, We have no uh, preservatives. Uh, We don't use that. We don't want to use that. um, we try to be as ecological as possible. So, like in hand, we uh, uh, bring the rumor to restaurants by bike. Um, we have crates and boxes, uh, so the bottles can be returned to us, so we can refill them. Um, and we also have uh, a third uh, value. It has to be quality. We want a nice pro- product. We want something where we are very pr- proud of. And uh, that's why we work with a beautiful bottle. We put in the little flowers by hand. I saw that. It's so lovely. And the color is like this golden green and the flowers in it. You must use so many flowers, though, to talk about the distillation process. How does that work? Okay. It started with uh, the harvest. Then we pick uh, around 1,000 kilos of flowers. And where are the flowers from? Uh, they are from, uh, there's a part we uh, uh, sell from uh, a bio uh, farm who has a big, uh, a big place full of elderflower. It must smell divine. Yes, and uh, the other part uh, we pick ourselves and that's uh, along, um, there are some fields along the Schelde, that's a river here who also goes uh, through hand, but uh, at beautiful places, we are right in the nature. We pick the flowers just until we have the thousand kilos, and then uh, they go in big citrons. Um, and we uh, put some syrup uh, around it, and that's uh, we we make for a week. Uh, the syrup goes around the flowers, so the power of the flower is then in the syrup, and that's the beginning. But then the syrup has to rest and it goes into the basement for two or three years. And for a rumor, we always uh, work like uh, champagne. We take uh, syrup from some different years and we cut it and mix it together. You blend it. Yes, because that's a better taste. Uh, and then you have a ta- really the taste of the elderflower of several years. And, uh, is one person the master blender? Yes, Jeroen. Jeroen, who's very quiet. <laughs> and um, I guess because you've been drinking it since you're 15. 15. Yes, <laughs> I know the the, the taste. Uh, you know your grand, what your grandmother wanted <laughs> specifically. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then after that, we uh, make uh, rumors some uh, times a year in big citrons, and we put some other. Um, ingredients to it we mix it and then it rests in the citrons just until the bottling and you said so when you started you had you made about 200 bottles a month how many do you make now no uh, <coughs> we sell uh, 100,000 bottles a year so that's a little more than 200 a month yes yeah. yes and when we bottle we do it in two days and a half we bottle 14,000 bottles uh, we uh, there are fifteen people uh, in a row, and they um, and every 
everyone has a, another um, act, uh, something he does with the bottle. And uh, so it's really by hand that the bottle gets filled and is ready to... And you said, and I'm seeing it, there are flowers actually in yes. the product. So you actually have a flower person? Yes, we have a flower person that's... Uh, uh, the, the Someone mother, related, the mother, <laughs> and the mother-in-law of the mother, the mother of Jeroen, and it's the only person who can do it right because other people they do too many or too little flowers in it, and too many or too little, it's no good. It has to be perfect. So, so for the fourteen thousand bottles every time, she does the flowers in it with a pen set. Where did you come up with the idea of putting the flowers in? It was a, in a, It started like a joke uh, uh, when we are having uh, we're having a, a harvest. Uh, Jeroen was uh, throwing some flowers to me, and uh, they fell into a glass. And we said, "Oh, that's nice." But that was just the start of it because when flowers got in go into water, they become brown. So we have to we had to search uh, a method to keep them as white as they are. But we found it. It's a secret. Also, the bottle is such a wonderful shape. How did you come up with it? Uh, That's uh, also from um, the time of the grandmother. Uh, There was a laboratory at the addict. And the the bottle uh, refers to the bottles in a laboratory. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you were... uh, now, Now, do you give this to bartenders to make different drinks? Or do you want people to drink it just the way it comes? We want want it to get known just straight as it is, rumor. But uh, you can mix it uh, with other things. But we we want uh, we don't like cocktails with too many ingredients, one or two, so you can taste the elderflower because otherwise you don't taste it anymore. And we love the elderflower. So how do you prefer if you wanted to mix it with something? What would you suggest? Uh, we suggest to mix it half-half with kava, and then you can see the flowers uh, dancing, or half-half with uh, a tonic, uh, uh, and it's uh, best a tonic without sugar. And then uh, you put a slice of green apple in it, and that's really very well also. That might be, have to be our cocktail of the week. That could be. But yeah. I think we've talked tons, and I need to try this. So, should we open a bottle? Yes, yes. All right. It was great to meet Jaron and Tina in Ghent, and they even gave me one of their beautiful bottles. Right now, you have to head to Belgium to buy a bottle of Rumor, or come over to my house, where you'll see me drinking my Rumor Tonic, our cocktail of the week. I do half a glass of Rumor with half a glass of tonic. Add a slice of green apple and two ice cubes. Another perfect summer cocktail to add to the ever-growing list. I'll be spending the American holiday, July 4th, at Imbibe Live, the UK's most important drinks conference. And what will we be drinking there? Why, Woodford Reserve bourbon, of course. Tom Vernon, their global brand ambassador, is with me on that very independent of holidays to drink that very American of spirits. Until next time... Bottoms up. For more information and links to everything you've heard about, plus a bit more, please visit bestbitsworldwide.com. 
Thanks for listening to Best Sips Worldwide, a spin-off of Best Bits Worldwide. Always remember the wise words of Oscar Wilde, all things in moderation, including moderation, and never drink and drive. Okay, I said that last part. Theme music is by Stephen Shapiro and used with permission. You'll find me at the bar. <laughs>